Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Um, I'm having some problems again with the administration page on my website, so I'm recording this early in the hopes that Daniel can get it fixed. I, my new post tab completely disappeared. So I can't post anything, and I'm hoping he can get it fixed. Um, today I don't really have much by way of news and views. What I have is a miscellany of just bizarre stories. And, you know, folks, the world is getting so crazy and irrational, and I, I hasten to remind you that irrationality is ultimately the sign of evil. Uh, there's little difference between insanity, irrationality, and evil once you get right down to it. In any case, I've got a bunch of, of stories here I want to talk about. Please don't forget, uh, tomorrow is not the next vid chat. The next vid chat will be a week from tomorrow. That is to say, if Daniel can get everything fixed on the admin page. But there's been just a raft of very bizarre stories and I want to talk about a few of them. Uh, there's a story out of the Ukraine about Russia accusing the Ukraine of using super soldiers. We'll get into that. There's a story out of the Ukraine that a Russian uh, air defense missile did a 180 and, and the launch failed and it struck its own troops. There's a story about an explosion at Hoover Dam in this country. And then we're going to lead with this one. Uh, this is a story that appeared by Alex Parker. The U.S. Army will force female soldiers to shower with biological males. Now, I actually think that there's method behind this story, but we'll get to that. Let me read you just a few paragraphs from this article about the U.S. Army's new policy, and you'll get the idea. Quote, if your daughter is planning to join the Army, she might find more hanging out in the shower than expected. There are comfort-minded measures on the table. Commanders may consider alternative options. Options could include observation by different observers or medical personnel of the same gender as the soldier. But what about washing with a penis packing pier? According to the 8th vignette, reluctant ladies are out of luck. But maybe at least the person with a prostate won't pee. A soldier transitioned from male to female. The soldier did not have sex reassignment surgery. Other soldiers have expressed discomfort showering with a female who has male genitalia. Let me repeat that one for you, folks. Other soldiers have expressed discomfort showering with a female who has male genitalia. Those concerned may discuss these issues with their chain of command. However... Soldiers must accept living and working conditions that are often austere, primitive, and characterized by little or no privacy. All soldiers will use the billeting, bathroom, and shower facilities associated with their gender marker. <coughs> the slide, he's talking about a slide uh, of the 
Army's new policy. The slide does stipulate the commanders, quote, have discretion to employ reasonable accommodations, such as installing shower curtains or adjusting shower schedules. <laughs> and further on, we read this. We can inform the soldier that the Army recognizes soldiers' gender by the soldier's gender marker. Coincident with that gender marker, the soldier must use the proper pronoun when appropriate when addressing other soldiers and should expect to be addressed by the pronoun appropriate for the gender marker. As for pregnancy, it's about medical conditions and association. Understand that soldiers who have transitioned gender may remain susceptible to medical conditions associated with their birth gender. Transgender soldiers will be treated the same as any other soldier with a given medical condition. Commanders and units will comply with all policies related to pregnant soldiers. Okay. Now, here's what I think is going on with that. We've been reading stories that enlistments in the American military have fallen off dramatically. And my question is, is it any wonder? If you're a traditional uh, individual, would you want to join a military that is more concerned about your gender marker and who showers with whom than it is defending the country? Answer, no. So I suspect that this policy is really a way of getting males to, to sign up for the military by dangling the carrot that uh, they can shower with their female or, if <laughs> they want, transgendered opposite. It's just, folks, it's nuts. And this is what I mean by insanity and evil. Um, it, it, it just gets worse. Now... There's another story here about the explosion at Hoover Dam. This occurred just a couple days ago, July 9th, 19th. And what's interesting to me about this short article, I want you to listen very carefully to the opening two paragraphs and then the third paragraph that I'm going to read, which is I'm skipping a paragraph here. Quote, a small explosion happened at the base of Hoover Dam in Nevada on Tuesday morning, causing a fire that was quickly extinguished. Local officials and witnesses say there were no reports of injuries. The incident happened just after 10 a.m. on Tuesday when an explosion occurred at the turbine house near the base of the dam. It was followed by a fire sending a large plume of black smoke into the sky. Tourists were evacuated and so on and so forth. And then we get this, quote, At approximately 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, the A-5 transformer at Hoover Dam caught fire and was extinguished by the fire brigade at approximately 10.30 a.m., the Bureau of Reclamation said in a statement. There is no risk to the power grid, power still being generated from the powerhouse and so on, and that's the article, and there's a brief picture of the explosion. Now, here's the problem. I've had a lot of people sending me video of the explosion. And the article itself shows you the fire brigade pouring water on one of the transformers. But from what I can see, 
looking at the pictures and looking at the picture of the explosion and the videos that people have sent me. The explosion looks to me more like it took place on the concrete outside the housing that housed the transformer. In other words, it's, it doesn't look to me like a transformer exploded. That's what they're saying. So there's, there's something possibly, and again, you know, eyes can sometimes deceive you, but there's something possibly going on with this explosion at Hoover Dam. I mention all of this because we seem to be suffering a worldwide meltdown of infrastructure, not only food infrastructure and so on, in which many cases I think the action shutting these food plants down is deliberate. But uh, there's another story here out of the Ukraine, actually two stories out of the Ukraine that, again, just make me wonder. And the first one is this one. Again, it appeared on Tuesday uh, by Allison Quinn. The article is titled, Russia Says It's Losing Because the Ukraine Has Experimental Mutant Troops Created in Secret Biolabs. Now, that's quite a sensational headline. And I want to point out that besides the sensationalism of the headline, the headline does not match what is being said in the article. In other words, Russia has never admitted that it's losing, number one. And number two, Russia is not saying that the troops that it encountered, the Ukrainian troops that it encountered, were mutants, okay? But here's what the article actually says, quote, Never mind the myriad reports of Russian troops refusing to fight by the thousands, sabotaging their own shoddy equipment, and even deliberately wounding themselves to abandon the war, Russian lawmakers claim the real setback for Moscow was drugged up by Ukrainian soldiers. And please note the words drugged up. The claim was made Monday by two Russian lawmakers heading up a commission to investigate biolaboratories in the Ukraine, Komersant reported. Konstantin Kosachev, the deputy speaker of, the Russia, of Russia's Federation Council, and Irina Yarovaya, the deputy chair of the state Duma, touted what they described as bombshell findings from the investigation. Testing of Ukrainian POW's blood, they claimed uncovered a range of diseases that suggests that they were secretly experimented on for military purposes. And here comes the quotation. And we see the cruelty and barbarity with which the military personnel of the Ukraine behave, the crimes that they commit against the civilian population, those monstrous crimes that they commit against prisoners of war, confirmed that this system for the control and creation of a cruel murder machine was implemented under the management of the United States, unquote, Yarovaya was quoted as telling reporters. In other words, what the Russians are claiming is that the Ukrainian soldiers have at least been drugged, that the drugs have turned them into moral monsters, and that there may be even deeper uh, bio, uh, neurobiological experimentation on some Ukrainian soldiers. Now, what I want to point out to this overcharged individual 
who wrote the article, Russia's Losing uh, Because the Ukraine Has Experimental Mutant Troops, and the comment about Russians abandoning their, quote, shoddy equipment. It's clear where the individual that wrote this article stands. I want to point out to her that the use of drugs by Nazis on their own soldiers to increase their stamina and chip away at their moral sense is nothing new because the Germans during World War II would deliberately give their soldiers speed to enhance their performance, to make their endurance longer. In other words, they were able to fight and maintain a quick pace of operations much longer than soldiers on the opposite side who were not being drugged. And this also played into the absence or to the dumbing down or the curtailing of their conscience so that they were committing egregious acts of, of criminality. So this is nothing new. Um, it fits the pattern, and we've seen Russian claims about neo-Nazis in the Ukraine before, and it's not the first time that, therefore, we would have seen this. So I'm inclined to give this story some credence. We've been caught red-handed with the biolabs in the Ukraine. Now, there's another strange story, again, out of the Ukraine, uh, this by Ashish Dangwal, and this story is titled Boomerang. Russian missile takes a 180-degree turn and strikes its own troops in a shocking video from the Ukraine. And this is Dateline July 13th, 2022. I'm going to read a few paragraphs from this article and then comment again as well. Quote, in a dramatic video that has recently surfaced on social media, a malfunctioning Russian air defense missile was seen following a stunning boomerang pattern before striking and detonated exactly where it was launched from. Multiple media outlets claimed on June 24th that a Russian surface-to-air missile fired from an unnamed air defense system had utterly failed and caused damage to its launcher. Four missiles appear to have been launched quickly before ascending into the sky at night. The first three shots appear to have been fired as planned, but the fourth missile seemed to malfunction a few seconds after being launched. Dramatic video has captured the moment a Russian surface-to-air missile system fired on itself in a bizarre malfunction. It then made a complete U-turn before crashing back towards the launcher. A vast fireworks shower was produced as a result of the impact. Now, skipping several uh, paragraphs here. Brian L. Steed, professor of military history at U.S. Army Command and General Staff College and a retired lieutenant colonel of the U.S. Army, told the Eurasian Times, quote, There are a variety of reasons that rockets and missiles go off course. Bad target acquisition, bad guidance system, and bad propulsion are a few of them, unquote. In this case, the rocket traveled a distance, then lost momentum, and the nose pointed to the ground and curved around 30 degrees. The video gives an impression that the missile returned to the launcher and burst near it, but it isn't so. And that quotation is from Joseph P. Chaco, another defense analyst. 
Norwegians, now listen to this, friends. Norwegians had front row seats for a bizarre light show, a giant spiral with a green-blue streak trailing down to the horizon. And this, uh, Steed further says, an external factor can also generate these problems. Someone can disrupt or spoof the target acquisition and seek to attack the guidance through jamming, interference, or electromagnetic spectrum attack. He listed several possible causes of the incident and noted, based on the video, that looks like a target acquisition problem. It seems the weapon targeted the launcher. That may have been an operator error problem where the operator entered the wrong target coordinates, or it could have been a fault or error in the system that was an accidental or purposeful return to the launch point, or it could have been something malign, some malign hack of the system to divert back to the point of origin. Please note the term hack. Now, all the way toward the end of this article, we get a further clarification of the Norwegian reference. Quote, in 2009, a Russian missile that failed shortly after launch produced a dazzling spiral light display over Norway. The 2009 incident was caused when the rocket motor spun out of control. Experts noted that motor failure could be one of the factors behind such missile failures. Now, I've commented many times on the Norwegian spiral story. In fact, I commented on it when the story first appeared way back then. And it was my uh, belief then, it's still my belief, that that Russian missile test did not fail, that the spiral itself is evidence of the use of some sort of electromagnetic missile defense system. The spiral itself occurred when the ionospheric heater that is run by the European uh, Space Agency, uh, known as ISCAT, which basically is the German version of HARP, uh, ISCAT was turned on during that Russian missile test and the missile did fail and you saw the electromagnetic display. So I have no doubt that there was some sort of interference with that Russian missile test. Here's the problem. The Russian missile failure could have been a hack. It could have been faulty equipment. Let's remember that a lot of, a lot of military chips are coming from China. No no surprise that it might be defective or and deliberately so but this also i think may be an indication that the americans have caught up to a certain extent with the russian ability to interfere with electronic systems from afar time will tell but i just don't see it as merely accidental that a sophisticated Russian air defense system would fail in so dramatic a fashion. Uh, I think this was something that was uh, caused by external interference, whose interference remains to be seen. I don't think, and I'll be very blunt here, I don't think that the Ukraine has this capability. Other Western powers might, but that would be a very limited circle. It would be limited largely to the United States, France, Germany, Great Britain. Um, I, I have difficulty thinking that this was something the Ukrainians themselves did. Uh, it may have been somebody else as well, because we've recently seen an American ICBM launch test also fail at Vandenberg Air Force Base. 
So there may be something wider going on. But that's it for today, folks, on the news and views from the Nefarium. Very, very strange goings on, all of which I think are just pointing to the insanity of the age. And that insanity, I'm increasingly inclined to think, has a spiritual basis or nature to it. And it's probably only going to get worse until we get rid of these insane people in positions of power. Anyway, I'll see you on the flip side. Don't forget there's no vid chat tomorrow. Hopefully I'll get this news and views posted today. Uh, I'm recording at about a little bit after noon. But as I said, I'm having trouble with the administration page on the website. I'm hoping that Daniel can get in there and fix it and get things going again. Anyway, take it easy, folks. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.